Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. Today I'm going to talk about trusting in God and the servants of God. Now when you trust God, God uses prophets, he uses pastors, he uses preachers, he uses people of faith to speak for the Lord. God can send a man of God, a woman of God to you, speak to you what the Lord is telling you, you should obey him. You should obey God. You should repent of your sins. But sometimes we take the messengers of God and we treat them with contempt. We, we actually scoff at them. We rebuke them. How dare you come and tell me I should do such a thing? Or how dare you in your self-righteous piety come to me and tell me that I must now repent and, and give my life to the Lord. But God is merciful and he uses prophets. He uses preachers. He uses servants, his servants, his children to go and tell the world, to tell people to repent and to trust in God. How many times has a Christian come to you and said, the word of God revealed to me that you should do something. You should go and forgive your fellow man. You should forgive uh, your neighbor. You should go help this missionary uh, worker in this country or to go to this job or stay at this job. How many messengers of God have you entertained and listening to, but failed to obey the message. Sometimes we expect that God is going to send a messenger to us and tell us exactly what we want to hear. And it doesn't happen that way. Sometimes we think that just because a preacher on TV or at our church is preaching a sermon, it doesn't apply to you. It doesn't apply to us, so we're, we ignore it. And we say, that's for my friend next door to me, or that's for my cousin or my brother or my spouse. We, we, we divert what the message is saying, and we say, I need to hear something specific from God. I need it to come this way. It needs to come in a form, in a manner like this. So we're telling God how to speak to us, how to perform miracles, and how to relate to us. I have to be honest with you, my friends, that's not, that's not cool. That's not healthy. If you want God to answer your prayers, then accept the manner, accept the model, the method, the process in which God operates and you will be healed. It may not make sense to you. But when he sends a miracle in your life, he sends a messenger in your life, he sends an angel to come to you. Don't question it. Listen to it. Obey what the message is saying. Now, there are stories in the New Testament and the Old Testament that really express exactly what I'm telling you. One of the stories that really speaks loudly to me comes out of uh, 2 Kings, chapter 5. And the backdrop on this story 
And I'll try to help you understand why this is important because when you trust God and you trust the messengers of God, you will have your miracle that you've been praying for. If you've been praying to God and asking God for miracle to heal you, to deliver you, to, you know, save a loved one, you know, make them born again. God's going to do it his own way. But to get upset and angry on how God does things when he's giving you what you prayed for. Again, I use that expression. That's not cool. That's not, a, that's not, that's not appreciative. You're not thanking God. You're not worshiping God for what he has answered for your prayer request. You're now criticizing and how he delivered it to you. Now, in the story of 2 Kings chapter 5, I'll just give a little bit and break it up in pieces for you. There was a, a servant in 2 Kings chapter 5. His name was Naaman, and he was like the commander of the king of, of Syria. He was the commanding officer of, of the army of, of Syria. And so this, this great valor, this heroic man, this commander, this general had a major sickness or disease. He had leprosy. And because he had leprosy, he believed in the God of Israel. Because there was this girl in captivity in Syria who, who said that there's a prophet. <laughs> there's a prophet there in Israel. And he could heal you of your leprosy. So a message went out to the king of Israel requesting that this prophet would heal Naaman of leprosy. Well, the king of Israel just tore his clothes and said, who do you think I am, God? I mean, you can read that in 2 Kings chapter 5. You know, the king of Israel was just, just as offended. I mean, you would think that the king of Israel would say, yeah, I have a prophet here. Yes, he speaks for God. And yes, only God can heal. And here's this man of, let's call it reputation, wanting to be healed of leprosy, hearing the reputation of the God of Israel, hearing the reputation of, you know, of Elisha, he, he just sent out to inquire and sent a message to the king of Israel and say, you know, here's some, here's some silver and gold. Here's, here's my mules. Here's some, here's some gifts, you know, have this man come in and, and, and do something or say something. So in second Kings chapter five, verse eight, it says, so it was when Elisha, the man of God heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes that he sent to the king saying, why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So the king of Israel gets this message from Naaman, who's a warrior for the king of Syria and says, hey, I want to be healed. Do something about it. And king of Israel is upset and says, who, who are you? Okay, well, wait a minute. You know the God of Israel? You know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? You know you got a prophet in your own town? And so Elisha sees the king of Israel having a, a bad day with ripped clothes and says, what's going on with you? 
When God does miracles, we just got to just sit back and just wait. So verse 9 says that Naaman went with his horse, his horses and chariot, and he stopped at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh will be restored to you and you shall be clean. Now here again, Naaman was a man of valor. He was courageous. He's a warrior. He's faithful to the king of Syria. And he now sends a letter, a message to the king of Israel and says, hey, I want to be healed of leprosy and send send me, you know, this man, Elisha. Uh, I'll, I'll give you some gifts. I'll do the following. And then, you know, Naaman had his own expectation on how he would be healed. He figured that maybe Elisha would do a, a spell or a cantation or or maybe say something unique or or maybe do some sign from heaven with, 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 you know, rainbows and butterflies. I don't know. He was expecting something that was beyond the supernatural or beyond the expectation of what God really does because God does things his way, not our way. Amen. So Naaman became very furious and went away sad because Elisha told him to go do something. Look, if you want your miracle from God, do what God says through the prophet, through the messenger, through the man of faith, through the woman of faith. Maybe God would want you to uh, get rid of the idols in your house because you want a miracle in your family. You want a miracle for your life. He may say, get rid of your TV. He may say, you know, go help your neighbor uh, every day this week. Maybe mow their yard, maybe shovel their snow. He will tell you to do something to activate your faith. And you're going to have to say, okay, this doesn't make sense, but I'm going to do it anyways because I trust that the messenger that is a person of faith is speaking for God. And because God speaks through his prophets, his people, his children, I'm going to heed and obey. I'm going to do what the instruction says versus trying to decipher the instructions and try to figure out why that is what it is. And that don't make sense to me. Now, my friends, you may share what you want from God to others. And when God answers your prayers, don't question it. Do it. That's what happened to Naaman. Naaman had his own people around him and saying, hey, this is a, a prophet of God. If he wanted to just speak the word in you to be healed, he would have said it. But if, if, if he told you to go dip yourself into the water of the Jordan River seven times, then just do what he says. It don't make sense because there's rivers and swimming pools around your neighborhood. That's what 2 Kings 5 verses 20 through 27 reveal to us. And we can find that Naaman finally said, you know, okay, I'm going to go do it. He does it, and he was healed. But if he didn't even listen to even his advisors or listen to the people around him who were affirming what God said to do, he would never have received his miracle. God could tell you to repent from gossip. God could tell you to stop talking too much. God could tell you to trust in him by eating certain foods. God could tell you to stop drinking alcohol. God could tell you to stop and to do. Stop and to do. And if you don't listen and heed and do what he tells you to do so that you can be healed, if you don't listen, you're not going to receive your healing. 
You can say, well, I'm going to dip myself seven times in another pool. Guess what? Because you did not obey, you're not going to be healed and your leprosy or your disease or the problem you have will stay with you forever. Because you did not listen to the voice of the servant of God, the messenger of God. My friends, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, what does God require of me? He requires of you, listen to me, he requires of you to just obey him. And if you trust in him, and you trust that every time you pray to him, and that you want a job, or you want uh, your child saved, or friends saved, or your businesses to grow, or, um, you know, to be healed of arthritis, whatever your issue is, and you pray to God, and he sends you a messenger to confirm that your prayers have been heard by God alone, but you are asked to do something to receive that miracle, to receive that blessing, then just do it. Don't sit there and discount what was told you. Don't go with doubt and unbelief. I mean, when we get into the message, going into the next episode on why it is important to listen to the messengers of God so your miracle can be given to you, you're going to say, how many miracles have you missed? How many prayer requests have not been answered because you failed to obey or listen to the instructions that was given to you? Now, Naaman received his miracle because Elisha told him what to do. Now, if you're already going to attest and, and give credit that this is a man of God and that he's already performed miracles and he specifically said, go to the Jordan River and dip yourself into the water seven times. Not six, not five, not eight. He said seven times. My friends, obey God. Because when you receive your miracle, and you look at what you did to receive it, you're going to tell everybody about it. That is the power of how God supernaturally works in your life. When the strangest things that you hear you have to do to get it, to get your miracle, it happens. The miracle happens, it, it, it manifests, it comes to your life. You got to go, wow, I can't wait to tell people what God did. When the person in the New Testament was born blind and, and Jesus, you know, put mud on his eyes and said, go wash in the pool of Shalom. Same thing. Just do what God said. If you want to see, go wash the mud out of your eyes and you will see. I, I believe that we have to take from this message that not everything we pray for comes to us. That we don't hear the messages from people or maybe an angel of God came and spoke to us in our dream or, you know, we could say any, any form of communication from heaven, people or a song or an angel, just say whatever. We didn't, we didn't hear it. We didn't receive it. And that's why God didn't answer our prayer. Sometimes we got to say it's not his timing. But when your prayers are answered, 
And he now says, you prayed for your daughter, your son, your loved one to be saved. Now send them this gift and do it this way. Then do it. I can understand how Naaman, who's a a trustworthy commanding officer type, uh, working for the king of Syria, and then he, he, he says, hey, you know, this girl told me that there's a man in Israel that can do miracles. So I'm going to send a message to the king and ask the king, can you send your prophet, uh, you know, over here to me and, and uh, heal me? Or maybe I should just get on my, my horse or get in my car and drive to see the person and, and you know, pay him for uh, giving me this miracle. Well, messengers of God don't want anything in return. They just want to be obedient to, to say or to do what God says. Sometimes we think we got to buy our miracles. Sometimes we think that if we give more money to the church, that God's going to answer our prayers. That's not how it works. Naaman realized that. Naaman realized it's all about obeying. And just the simple things of faith could be dip yourself in the water or, you know, fast for three days and don't eat nothing and don't drink anything. Just, just do what God says in order to receive your miracle. But you can't buy a miracle of God. Listen to me. You cannot buy a miracle from God. It don't matter if you're rich. It don't matter if you have some money. It doesn't matter. What gets you the miracle is your faith. Listen to me. Your faith gets you the miracle. God can send somebody to help you get your miracle. You can pray and hear the Holy Spirit tell you do the following. Then do it. It's because of your faith that your miracle has been given to you. Not by your reputation, not by your position, like Naaman figured it would be because of that. It's not by the monies you have or who you know. It's your faith. And obeying what God says to do to receive your miracle. If you believe he's going to heal you, he's going to tell you, go dip yourself in the water. If you want to receive your miracle, he could say, go drop this gift off to your neighbor. Whatever it is that God says to do to receive the miracle, just do it and then believe by faith you have received it. Do I hear an amen? Let us pray. Father, thank you for reminding us that when we pray earnestly for miracles that only you can give, that you perform, that we need to hear it, obey it, and activate it. I pray, O oh Lord God, that your children will now pray with faith for the miracles they want personally in their lives or for those that they have in their lives, like their family or friends, to be healed, to be blessed, to come into the family of faith. We believe by faith that you alone, Lord God, can heal, can deliver, and can save. We now take this step of faith in our prayers and say, I'm here to obey you, Lord. Hear my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thanks for listening to Sharing the Word. Join me again as we discuss Bible topics that will help you live a victorious life through Jesus Christ.